Ooh. I'm on a walk over lunch again. I just went and deposited a HELOC check. <clears throat> so far, um, I, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what my last recording was about. Um, this one's going to be mostly about the house and uh, kind of current thoughts around it. I'm starting to write on Medium a lot more about the house specifically. And, um, and challenges that I'm seeing and how I'm wanting to structure that and how I'm wanting to build that and how I'm wanting to share my experiences, you know, outside of this audio version, but also on medium, which is a pretty cool way to record written word. And, oh, thanks guy. It's a nice guy. He's got his grandma in the car next to him. Um, shout out to all the grandmas. Um, <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat. Um, so I am now, I am now 55, 56, probably closer to $57,000 into a future value HELOC. The way they calculate future value HELOCs is they come to your house and they create an appraisal based on what you're going to do to the house. And then they project out what that market value would be once it's finished. And so I started running out of funding in December. And so December, really it was November. I was like, ooh, I probably should secure some other funding. No, uh, December started that process. January continued that process. And then finally closed February 25th after a fairly strong worded email about how it's dumb that they're not financing my project <laughs> in more and more or less words um so i'm 57k in on a heloc i'm 20k in on a loan from a family member that got me started on all of this so i'm 77 in plus the 237 on the mortgage call it 235 now because i've been paying for six months um, so all in, uh, 57, 27, uh, 57, 77, 237, 14, 314, 324, one of those two, 314 or 324. And in order to do a cash out refinance, uh, um, so, uh, sorry, I'll back up. The HELOC, the $88,000 HELOC that I have a balance of 57 on currently, that is assuming after rehab value an ARV of 450000 So 450 and I'm currently at, call it, 324 um, in total debt. So right now there's still a margin from 324 to 450, call it $125,000. Um, However, the house is not completed yet, and that's the issue. If it was house completed and I had that kind of margin, we're good. Um, my original budget was imagined to be uh, in the $50,000 range, but it's pretty apparent that I'm going to be closer, exceeding $100,000 in rehab. Um, the 57 so far has been... Um, 
closing costs on the loan, 20 for plumbing, eight for um, electrical so far, but that's about half of what's gonna be needed. Um, so 20 plus eight, 28 plus 12 for ducts and HVAC and a new air conditioner, that gets us to 40. Uh, <clears throat> another eight for windows and doors, that gets us to 48. And then, you know, the closing costs of the, of the HELOC, which was a, a few grand. Um, and then a bunch of miscellaneous, um, miscellaneous structural expenses that I've incurred, uh, engineering expenses that I've incurred and, and taken reimbursement for so that I could still cash flow. So all in, I'm at 57 and I haven't even touched appliances or finishes. Um, I've also paid for some tile um, with that uh, so far, but this project is way more than I, than I had anticipated just because I didn't know. It was always gonna be this because of the scope of the house and what I wanted to do with it. It was always gonna be this way. I took on an entire remodel project without knowing what, what would go into a remodel project. What I could have done is just left the existing floor plan, taken down the one wall, and not moved bathrooms in weird situations. And I would have had a two bed, two bath house. Um, but nope, I decided that I wanted to totally restructure how the floor plan worked. And it's gonna be really, really cool. Both of the bedrooms upstairs are gonna have their own bathroom. Awesome. Uh, there's a full bathroom downstairs as well. And I want to finish a convertible bedroom downstairs as well. So it's, it's going to be really cool, but oof, I bit off a lot. I bit off a whole big chunk. Um, you know, it, it's a lot. And so the last few days, the last week or so, as I've been considering what I really want to do with this property, it's been hard to disentangle my decision making up to this point but I've been doing my best and I still can't lose worst case Ontario is that I have to sell it when it's done because I can't afford the monthly mortgage plus HELOC which honestly is is still going to be attainable because I will be able to rent out rooms as necessary so I can so all in the mortgage and HELOC when it's all said and done is going to be about 2200 per month to cover and so 2200 a month to cover you know if I get two roommates in at 1500 a piece and then or sorry not 1500 a piece 1500 total which would be 7500 or sorry 750 a piece figure out the math um you know, then, then my living expense is $700 myself as well, right? Uh, to get to 2100 And then that allows me to reinvest more income. Currently, I'm floating the entire 1442 mortgage plus entire 300 gas and electric plus entire, you know, it, water's not bad. It's like $30 a month, $100 a quarter. Um, so, you know, right now, 
right now my expenses are as high as they'll be once I get roommates in, right? So, so that isn't a bad option, but what I am realizing I might not be able to do, uh, which is concerning, but it doesn't make it not doable. It doesn't make it not possible. But what I'm realizing I'm not gonna be able to do is what I had hoped, that I could pull equity out of this house and roll it into another deal. At $450,000 property value, I would only be able to take a new loan for 360 because lenders are going to require me to keep 20% equity in. 20% on 450 is 90. So I would need to keep, which is more equity than I have in it now. So from the bank's perspective, it's still it's actually a better deal. Right now I'm on 5% equity in a $250,000 house, but after rehab, I'll have 20% equity on a $450,000 house. So their collateral value actually improves with all the improvements that I'm doing. Um, so they end up being totally fine. Um, but for me, having only that, having uh, the maximum margin to get to 360 prevents me from having a ton of equity to roll into the next project. The more my house costs, the harder it gets. Um, so right now, right now, the 77 takes me from 235, uh, 230, 230 plus 70 would be 300 on the money plus 12 um, for five and seven. So 312, right now I'm at 312. And then um, I'm at 312, which means from 312 to 360, I have 38, is that right? 12 gets to 40. I have 40, no, yep, 38. Nope, 48. 48 gets from 312 to, to 360. So I, I only have $48,000 left to be able to consolidate debt with a refinance. Whatever margin I, I can stay below 360 is what I can roll into the next property. Otherwise, I'm starting from scratch. I'm starting from zero on the next property, except that I would at that point have $90,000 of equity in this house, plus rental income to show um, that, uh, to, to add to my repayment capacity with the next loan, uh, which would make me a stronger lend. Plus, you know, the experience of doing it once already, like I'm gonna still be fine, but it's not gonna be the way that I had envisioned and wanted it to go the first time. Um, the way I'd I had envisioned and wanted it to go, it was a $50,000 rehab. So 250 plus 50 is 300, take out a loan at 360, I have $60,000 to roll into the next project. And, um, that's just not going to end up being possible, um, or at least not from my standpoint right now. Um, oh, thank you. Someone let me cross the road. Um, hey, thanks. She let me cross the road, and then I picked up a bottle, and she said, I'm her kind of guy. Thanks, I'll take that. It's kind of funny. 
Yeah, it's still gonna work. It's still gonna work. It's just not gonna look the same as I had hoped and envisioned on the first go. But this is the first project and I'm gonna end up getting a $450,000 house with somewhere between eight and $12,000 of my own money and the rest being loaned by other people, um, either through the HELOC or through my family um, that invested in me and believed in me. And so that's a pretty good ROI, a full house and $90,000 of equity in the house for, you know, eight to 12 K of my own. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. And I think sometimes I get too bogged down in how it should be, how I wish it was, how I had planned it to go. But um, I had a meeting with a, a financial advisor this morning through my, through my job. It was a, it was a job supporting kind of thing. Um, like our job contracted with this company to give their employees financial advice, basically. So I had a meeting with him and he's like, it, it doesn't sound like you're on your way to blow up. It sounds like you're really thinking things through. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that feels good. I am thinking things through. It's hard to think about things, but I'm doing my best here. Whoa, that is so cool. I've never seen that before. Looks like this cable was put, it was either put through a tree or a tree grew around this cable. And then at some point the tree was subsequently cut. And so there's just this floating limb with a cable running through it, like a telephone pole support cable. Kind of cool if you ask me. Um, so the other thing that I've been thinking about recently is that worst case Ontario that I have to sell it. And that's a worst case because then I have to pay property gains on it. And so, or sorry, capital gains on it. So the issue, the rule is that you can, from what I understand, you have to live in it for two of the last five years. If you flip it right away, you don't get that benefit. Um, I could be wrong on that, but that's my current understanding. Um, is that you get the personal residence uh, exemption on living in it for two of the last five years. Um, I will have to look into that more because that's an interesting possibility. Because um, basically, if then if I would just absolutely sell it and get out of it, let's assume that I don't have to pay that capital gains tax, then we have remember the 312 the 312,000 that I'm currently in call it call it 350 when I'm done th call it 360 when I'm done then that equity piece that 20% equity piece that I would have otherwise had to leave in the property for a cash out refi I can take that 90k and move that into the next property um so one of them is one of them is leveraging the 90K as 
as cash. The other is leveraging the 90K as equity. Um, and I would love to be able to keep the house and live in the house and rent it out as intended. Um, house hack it, essentially. Um, I would love to be able to do that. I would love to be able to keep this house and grow it and expand it. And I want that to be, I want that to be a part of my future. And I want to be able to keep something that I put together myself. You know, none of the future projects that I do are going to be like this one. This is the unique one. This is the one that I'm living in and rehabbing and working on as I do it. Like, I don't anticipate wanting to do this with other deals. And that makes me want to do anything I can to keep it. So I just need to make sure that it's structured in the right way and that it's protected, and that I'm protected. I can't lose because I've learned. I can't lose because I've learned. I can't lose because I've learned. I, I'm, I'm net positive on this. So I felt pretty angsty about it the last week or so. Pretty concerned about the total cost and the total um, the total capital expenditure that goes into it. And maybe I'm closer than I think. Maybe I'm closer than I think because, you know, okay, what's the actual cost of appliances? Well, a dishwasher is 600 bucks. Washer dryer set, two grand. Fridge, 1700 bucks. You know, okay, we're talking about four to six grand on appliances. Not 20, like I paid on plumbing, <laughs> right? Like, the, okay, four to six grand, I earned that. Obviously it's, it's, it's allocated for other things, but I earned four to six grand in the matter of a few months. And if I'm frugal, it's completely offset. All right, I need to go because it's about time to get back to work. So I'll catch you later. Adios. Au revoir. Ow.